0: This podcast is a production of the Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, a place where real people meet a real God to live in a real world. For more information, visit our website at www.communitycovenant.net. Mi nombre es... ...Romeo López Dué. Yo vivía mucho tiempo en la calle. Me escapaba por... ...porque quería andar solo. Me escapaba de mi mamá... ...porque no quería estar con ella. Mi mamá no tenía dinero. Pues mi papá trabaja, pero... Mi papá tomaba mucho, como vino, cerveza y much, muchos tipos de cerveza. O sea, me gustaba estar solo porque era divertido. En los parques jugaba a las atrapadas con nuestros amigos. Mis comidas favoritas son las enchiladas, los opes y muchas cosas como quesadillas y sandwich, muchas cosas. Y galletas o algo, comía, pero no, no, mucho, no mucho tiempo porque no, no tenía con qué, qué comer. pues robaba, robaba para comer yo solo, y no me, no me gustaba compartir. Me va bien de la escuela, pues aprendo mucho, a veces me saco un 10, a veces un 8, a veces bajo más poquito. De casa nada me gusta que tengo familia aquí, tengo donde dormir y comer. Me gusta estar en casa nada porque es divertido, tengo con quien jugar y aquí tengo la familia. My name is Romeo Lopez Duey and I have 10 years. I am abducted by Casa Nena because God me gave me another opportunity.
1: It is estimated that over 2 million children live on the street in Mexico. There are over 10 million children orphaned in Latin America, representing 5% of the population of the region. We know that, without your help, these children are destined to fail. Nana's house is a home that it is to save the lives of these children, like the case of Romeo. With thousands of orphans in the state of Nayarit, your economic help couldn't be more urgent than now.
2: Good morning. Um, my name is Erica, and I'm the pastor of uh, Mission and Discipleship here at Community Cabinet Church, and I have uh, the pleasure of introducing Kristen Akers this morning, and Kristen was the team leader for a group that was in Mexico just a little... About a week ago. About a week ago. So, um, so Kristen, I'm going to let you introduce uh, your team that you actually took to Nana's house. Okay.
3: Hey, guys, come up here. <laughs>
2: Okay, we had a
3: a total of 10 people from this church community covenant go down and work with La Fuente and Nana's house. We'll tell you, you guys getting alphabetized? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Go down and we worked there for about seven days. So you'll see we had um, Pastor Todd and Lori came, um, Heidi and Tim Porter, Janelle Hagee, my husband Tyler Akers, and myself. Uh, Mary Rall and Brad Bissadou and his daughter Madeline, the ten of us were down there. We were down there about seven days all together.
2: And, um, this morning in order to give everybody a chance to share a little bit about the trip, we're gonna have five people that are gonna, um, share their answers to the questions the, at the nine o'clock and then, uh, at the eleven o'clock you guys can all come back and hear the other five. So, um, why don't we have the five that we have for nine this morning? Oh, look, this is working out. Well And next year, we'll be synchronized swimming.
0: That'd be pretty cool.
2: So, Kristen, why don't you tell us a little bit about Nana's House? Sure.
3: So, um, Nana's House is, well, bigger picture, you have La Fuente Ministries, and that is the bigger umbrella ministry that Nana's House falls under. And we were able to kind of work with them and, by default, Nana's House. La Fuente was founded by Pastor Diego and Pastor Mary Jo. Some of you may remember Pastor Mary Jo. She was here about a year ago. We had a lunch for her. Awesome Tex-Mex food, and then she spoke two Sundays about Nana's house. If that helps. Um, And she, she and her husband started La Fuente, and it's basically a group of church plants with mission churches throughout that region of Mexico, and in the future, maybe beyond. Kind of, oh there's pictures like, what did I say <laughs> and um through planting these churches and getting to know that region of Mexico, uh, Mary Joe saw a need for a home for kids, a safe place, a refuge for these kids and so she started nana 's house in two thousand and six and came to speak to us about nana's house about a year ago, and that's kind of where we focused, but we did get to see some of the work that La Fuente's doing in the region as well
2: okay, so um I, we had a nice, you know, size group. We got 10 people. And so um, I was wondering what, what was it that um, kind of prompted you to, to be a part of this trip or um, that this particular team? Tim?
0: <laughs>
4: well, um, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> Heidi came home from Holy Yoga one night and um, said that she's spoken to you about going to Topeka. And uh yeah, I got really excited. This is my third trip to Mexico and I'm getting a little broken up here, but so immediately, you know, start thinking about okay, what projects and what tools and um what are we gonna do? So we met with the team and started um developing relationship with them and then when we got to Mexico that's the huge part is just um, Meeting the new people and and getting to know them and it's just huge.
2: So, um, did I uh, do I understand correctly that um, you found a little friend?
4: Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could say that. Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Tim found a little friend and was the celebrity of our group. A little girl named Keith Ellie that you might see a picture of them. That's what she's <laughs> alluding to.
2: Um, so, um, can can you, one of you, share kind of how did you see God work during this trip? <laughs>
1: We've been prepped. Um, uh, I, I, w- I want to give a little background with some instruction even that we had from Marcy before we went on the trip was don't go as missionaries with the mindset that you're bringing Jesus and that you're bringing something that they don't have, but rather you're joining in. And I have to say that when answering the question, how did we see God's work? I would say that that resonated with us. I don't think that there's any one of us that could have possibly felt, wow, I really brought something to Mexico, but rather uh, we were in awe to see how God is at work through Nana's house, through the larger ministry of La Fuente. Um, we just sang a song that said, Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal. And excuse me if um, I get emotional because seeing Romeo up there, um, it was such a gift to get to know these children. And I don't know if it was God's timing or strategy on humans' part, but often we would get to know kids and then later that day or later in the week we would hear their stories And, wow, um, you know, come up and ask one of us for a story of just one of the kids. To say that Mary Jo and Nana's house takes only the worst of the worst cases is an understatement. But to see that there is no sorrow on earth, that heaven is not already healing in the lives of these children through the ministry that's there, blew me away. It still blows me away when I think about it. In terms of our team watching God work, um, three things, if I can remember them. Unity. Um, I've been on a lot of mission trips, and I was able to FaceTime with Brian regularly and say, this team is so unified. It was a blessing. There was no internal drama. There was nothing that was weighing us down. And I, I attribute that to God. He instantly gave us unity. Um, he also gave us energy. We traveled a really long time. I personally was up for 40 hours before we actually went to sleep when we finally got to the place that we were going to stay. Um, he gave us energy that didn't make sense because we all, I think, came exhausted. And we, we pushed hard, we worked hard, and he gave us energy and he gave us joy. Um, even our, Mary Jo's daughter Becca who drove us around a lot when we were debriefing her towards the end of the week she said your team has a lot of joy you guys are always happy that's not the case with teams so i would say i saw god work within us in those three ways Does so anybody does anybody want to add anything to that
5: you stole all my fender you know
1: that's
5: what she wants to have <laughs> so so
2: how has this so how has this experience affected your view of of missions and just god's overall work in the world i know so I know that tim you've you've been to mexico this was what your third trip but you have you been to Mexico before had you been on a mission trip
5: this is my first time and <clears throat> Just like Janelle, like I said, she stole my thunder. It was the energy that we had that God provided. Um, I felt that uh, the world was a little bit smaller um, in perspective. That we all have burdens, and you just show up, and God gives you what you need um, to to be there to um, interact and have relationships with uh, the kids as well as the adults. <laughs> I talk on one of these every single day, and I still don't like it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I want to go back. I could be a full-time missionary. Yeah.
3: She struck something to me when she talked about the world being a little bit smaller. The very first time we met any of the Nana's House girls, we decided we needed fresh fruit, right, from Mexico. And so she took us to Walmart. We asked her, it was a safe place to get fresh fruit and I <laughs> She took us to Walmart. And um she comes to pick us up to take us to Walmart and there's three or four little um girls in in the back seat. And the first question, this little girl, child, taps Heidi on the shoulder and says, "Tiana's so an iPhone 6. Do you have an iPhone 6?" <laughs>
0: it's
3: like it's the same everywhere. And then she um the next day we're sitting around a table and a little girl, Madeline's age, sits down next to Madeline and asks her, Do you like Justin Bieber? <laughs> it's, like, it's the and then she found out they were thirteen and they could be friends and it's it's fun to see God break down you know, we've been talking about this trip for the better part of a year, break down boundaries and just we ended up just playing and they poured into us and we poured into them and just playing. It it's it's really the same. The world does get smaller. <laughs>
2: So, this was not one of your questions, but we have time, so I'm going to put you guys on the spot. What was your favorite part of the trip?
4: Um, the worshiping in the in Jalisco and uh, La Puente and Tapique. Why, Tim? Oh, it's just so powerful that uh, you. you I don't know. You just feel the Holy Spirit moving. It's just amazing.
2: I also understand they have a kids mosh pit. Is that correct? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so what was it? Uh, they have a area where the kids are up
5: front. Yeah, explain
3: the kids.
5: Explain well, the mo- kids mosh pit. <laughs> The first, the first Sunday that, um, we went to a little offshoot church, um, of course, I don't speak the language and everyone up here can tell you how bad I am with foreign languages. But the language I did speak was sign language and um, movement of the Holy Spirit. So as we were standing and worshiping, I was looking around, as I do, because I'm a people watcher, and the kids were in the back in this church. And there was um, some young adults, and they were uh, doing these hand movements. So I th- told him, I'm going to the back with the kids. And um, that was just a great experience, because you did feel the Holy Spirit. And even though I couldn't... Um, understand what was being said I got the hand movements down so that was my favorite part I think my
6: favorite part was um, watching the team interact with the children and develop relationship with them to the point where these children were so close to the team that they were hugging us and spending time with individuals. There were relationships that were forging that will go way beyond the week that we spent in Mexico. And we've brought Mexico back with us. And um, we're, we're not the same. And that's the cool thing, that God changes us. I loved watching that happen.
1: Ditto. Ditto. <laughs> I don't want to steal any more of Heidi's thunder. (laughs) Wait a minute. You have nothing to say. I do, but...
2: (laughs) What was your favorite, Janelle?
1: Uh, I have to say my birthday. We celebrated my birthday when I was down there, which was not, I don't think, planned when you all selected this week as our secondary time to go down. But all the orphans and foster children, there were three different homes, but they all came together. And we celebrated together. And what a precious gift that was to have, um, especially Naomi, my little buddy for the week, um, clutching me, holding on to me, telling everyone in Spanish how to say my name properly as they sang to me. It was just a really precious memory that I will hold with me. What about biting the cake? Oh, yes. Heidi's favorite memory is that after they sing for me, (laughs) after they sing to you with this cake, you have to take a bite out of the cake before they cut it and serve it. So I was like, they were like, take a bite, take a bite. I was like, with my mouth? You know, I'm thinking germs. So I'm type A, little germaphobe. they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I take a very delicate bite. And then afterwards, the house mama says, normally we smash the person's face into the cake. But we decided not to. I was like, thank you for that. That would have been Tim's favorite memory.
2: <laughs> what about you, Kristen?
3: So many. I think it. My favorite memories probably all together were just the times when we had endless time with the kids and you'd end up with one little girl or little boy in your lap And you under I'm somewhat fluent in Spanish and you are talking and you get each other and it's just you with this kid. And then to culminate all of that time, there's a little going a Yelly that just stole my heart. Um, we go to sit down after the child mosh pit the last day we're there or second to last day we're there, and um all the little girls come and come sit with us and it was it was just it was a beautiful moment for me to the good culmination of the event because you've while you're there and you're playing with these kids, you're like, yeah, this is great. I'm having so much fun. They, in my, back of my head, I'm thinking they do this all the time. They're like, oh yeah, they come, they play with us. That's great. Then they go home. But then when they cherish our time there too, that, it was awesome. I loved
2: it. So, um, all of you have lives. All of you are busy. Um, and you chose to take a week out of, of your busy lives your family, work things like that to, to go on this trip what would you say to someone who was thinking about going on a mission trip Thank
6: you. Um, two things that, that come to mind that I would share with anyone who asked me about going on a mission trip the first thing would be your mission trip is going to be different than my mission trip and any other mission trip. And look forward to seeing what God will do in you and through your team in your mission trip because God will do unexpectedly wonderful things in your mission trip. Don't be afraid to try that. And then the second thing is, I would ask that you would really pray. Pray for what God will do through you, what God will do through your team. Pray for the... the the people on your team before you even develop a team, like your future team, and pray for the people you're going to be ministering to. Just pray, pray, pray. (laughs) Kristen, as a team leader, what would you say?
3: I would encourage you, this, this was, so I've been on mission trips before, primarily as a youth, but still, um, I've always heard mission trips being this idea of we're going to do project A, then we're going to do project B, and project C, and this is probably a failure if we do not finish C. But that's not the case here, and I firmly believe should not be the case. Our intent on this mission trip was relationship. It was our relationship with them and their relationship with us, and continuing that beyond us leaving there, and understanding their needs, and where God places us in that picture, and I would just encourage you as you're thinking about a mission trip to think of the relationship more than task A, B, and C. We had task A, B, and C, and every morning to the point of almost being mocked, I'd say, okay, I know we're planning task A, but relationship, people, relationship. <laughs> I just, you know, and there were beautiful moments because we focused on relationship. You saw the painting pictures that are kind of funny and not necessarily safe. Um, we... <laughs> we're painting the boys home and because of something that had happened the night before there were several boys home instead of in school that day and we, Romeo, who did the video we spent a lot of time with him, he's an awesome little kid, um, ended up painting with us in upstairs, I went outside and saw all the guys were painting outside while the girls painted inside and Romeo's up there, just working as hard as he can you know, and um, that's a relationship Romeo will remember that, that he was worth that, you know, and so I'm glad we painted that house, but boy, am I glad we had those boys helping and seeing what it the the value of their work and that we placed a value in them that day. So I could harp on this for five hours, but you don't want that. I just if you're thinking about a mission trip, think and pray on the relationship and understand that task a, B, and C will get done if God wants them to get done. But that relationship is so important. Right, thank
2: you very much. Now, um, will you all join me as we pray for Nana's House? Because I know that one of the things that they've got going on right now is a project. Is that right? Can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Yes. Um, They So right now, La Fuente, with Nana's House, is renting three homes spread out throughout the city of Topeka. They are looking to buy some acreage. They've picked out the acreage and to build an orphanage on the acreage. Um, This would be huge. It would be huge. Imagine the cost of running three separate homes versus running one, the monthly cost of that. And then just imagine, I mean, there's endless benefits to having every kid in one spot. And so um, that's what she's working on right now. She's actually, Mary Jo, Pastor Mary Jo, is actually in Texas right now working to raise the funds for this, amongst other things. So... um, that's, that's the big heart. She says God's doing it this year. God's doing it this year. She knows it. God's doing it this year. So we brought home some goodies. So you've seen the cookbook. I've been selling cookbooks forever. There's more. Um, we also, something that they do there in Mexico. It's kind of rare to have it up here because they don't move this stuff up here. We had to do it ourselves. Coffee that is grown and roasted. We drove past where it's grown and roasted. Right outside, beans, and we have chocolate. It's fair trade, organic, delicious dark chocolate with different things. Cactus? Who knew? <laughs> you know, chili pepper. I've had that. It's great. Um, so anyway, different things there too on the table outside that come from there, and we will be giving the proceeds from those back to them to help them buy the orphanage. If you have any other questions about how you can help or become a part of this fun, awesome team we have going on or anything like that, I beg you to stop at the table, even just to talk to me. I'd love, I can clearly share forever about it, so I'd love to talk to you about it. We also have Marcy Bistadu here, has been working up, those of you that don't know her, she makes jewelry. a model, see, and um, Mar- <laughs> all of us, every woman. No, Lori doesn't yet, yeah, but we'll we'll solve that problem. Um, <laughs> wear Marcy jewelry. So she has designed and made a necklace specifically for this purpose. The design is only to be used for the Nana's house fundraising. So you'll see those designs, that jewelry, out there as well.
2: All right. So let's um, let's pray. Father, we thank you that um, your reach is so far beyond what we can even think or imagine. And we thank you, Lord, for um, the hands and feet of people all over the world, Lord. But in particular, we pray for Nana's house today. We pray for um, Mary Jo and her husband, Dwight. We pray for the house moms and dads and those who work alongside those children, Father. And we also pray um, that your spirit would just hover over that place, Father, to continue to bring healing and peace and restoration to those children um, and young people. And Father, we do pray that you would abundantly provide for the needs of this ministry. Father, that they would be um, overwhelmed by the generosity of your people, Lord, your generosity towards them. And Father, I pray for this team as they continue on with their daily lives father i pray that this indeed would be uh, a point in their lives that they can say something happened god did something and my heart is now open to your world to your kingdom and to your people and lord we pray this in jesus name amen thank you all